This is the Matters of Influence podcast, creating awareness and alignment today to become your best self tomorrow. With your hosts, Debbie Frapp and Terry Foster Nowland. Awesome. Hi, guys. Hi. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. You see me smiling. I'm thinking, um, you know, when we used to own or be, be involved in an office every day, our, ins, our, our service had um, elevator music. Uh like we called (laughs) if you listeners want to give us feedback and tell us if our music sounds like elevator music and we need to switch it i just had a memory pop back in my head about the music on hold on hold music on hold music oh there you go okay you don't really have that anymore unless you're calling possibly a government agency or something so and and then they just tell you your wait time is 45 minutes to an hour and a half and we'll get with you when you want to so that's exactly is there a callback option so exactly can you call me back all right we'll do we'll do a callback option with our our uh podcast today how's that yes all right cool all right right. everyone what's our topic terry Uh, a good one what did we just call it we just said it goal patterns matter yes goal patterns matter g-o-a-l goal patterns matter well and patterns we, we, we have our life in patterns. It's the way our brains operate, right? Our brains look for a path or a pattern, and it, it stays that way because it helps us conserve energy. It's the way that mm-hmm. we're designed, okay? Mm-hmm. And really what we're going to talk about in patterns is that we can, you can learn a lot from patterns too, and it will give you an indication if you need to do something different based on the patterns that you're that you're experiencing so that's the reason why we came up with this we're um we're going to look at a couple of things number one we're going to talk about this concept of goal fatigue yeah um because that's a pattern okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and we need to pay attention to it and and then we're also going to just talk about um how that can also show up in an organization um Mm -hmm. in in it in and the pattern in the organizations is, is basically the cycles that we tend to go through as an organization. And we go through organiz- we, we go through cycles as a team. So if you're working with a team, you go through cycles. We go through cycles as an organization. But we also go through cycles for ourselves around our, our goals. So, yeah. so um, let, let's talk a little bit about goal fatigue first. Does that work? Yeah, it works okay. for me. So... Goal fatigue, it, it's going to occur, number one, if you've got way too many goals that you're focused on, you can experience goal fatigue there for having mm-hmm. too much, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other thing that happens, though, and I see this more often, Terry, is that we never take time to celebrate, to learn the lessons, to do any of that kind of stuff in between our goal setting. Um, in other words, we don't celebrate. It's kind of like, oh no, yeah. I'm off to the I'm off to the next one. And if you tend to be a driver, if you tend to be somebody that really is just pursuing the next thing, you can experience goal fatigue from that because it gives you the sensation that it's never enough. Exactly. You know, here's the thing. I think we create it because we're always looking for the gap. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. So sometimes you and I, when we get on a call with a client, they're ready to go about something and it's typically what they haven't done or what's, that's right. What's making them upset or what's creating a different energy in them. Mm -hmm. And that cannot stay in existence for a long period of time without creating fatigue. In fact, that's right. I pulled up and looked when we talked about this, Debbie, I pulled up and looked at the word fatigue in the Mm -hmm. dictionary. Like I do a lot just to make sure I understand the word and it is, it says extreme tiredness Yeah, and it's from mental and or physical Mm -hmm. exertion. That's right. Or illness. We have to remember that fatigue can come from illness. Now you and I both know illness can be caused, can be caused by mental fatigue. Absolutely. And we don't, we think, yeah. So monitor fatigue in yourself. I mean, yeah. I can physically go all day long. Yeah. Mentally, when I go all yeah. day long, yeah. I'm more fatigued yeah. than when I physically go. Absolutely. It's just Absolutely. the way hum- we're built as humans it, it, or possibly individuals. Yeah. Right. So, so I wanted to make sure I talk, touched on fatigue too. Yeah. No, I, I love that. And here's the thing. When we experience that, what ends up happening, number one, we can very easily get into the victim cycle. Okay? That's right. Um, but we begin to self-sabotage ourselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because we start buying this idea that our best is not enough. And therefore, yeah. we, may, we might not be enough. Right. And so we fall into this whole category of feeling less than, which then puts us in the victim cycle and um, now we all go into the victim cycle. I want you guys to understand yeah. that. It, it just, the deciding factor is how long do we stay there? Yeah, recognizing it and then getting out. Absolutely, absolutely. So so that's the whole thing why we've got to pay attention to this goal fatigue, okay? Mm-hmm. So here's mm-hmm. a couple of signs that might be indicators that you're in goal fatigue, okay? The first one is what used to energize you and get you all excited doesn't do it anymore. Yeah. Doesn't do it for you. Yeah. And you can't figure it out. Yeah. It's you can't like, figure it out. Yeah. I used to like this, but I don't anymore. That could be a pattern, could be a sign, symptom, whatever you want to look at, that you're experiencing um, goal fatigue. And so let's talk about two. Uh, there are two actions that people tend to take whenever they think they're not happy anymore, or this isn't satisfying anymore. Mm-hmm. They either flee from it mm-hmm. or... Mm-hmm. They fight, they, they fight it. It's that flight or flight or. Yeah. Fight or flight. Fight or flight syndrome. So you can either fight it, Mm -hmm. which is going to create more internal exhaustion, or Mm -hmm. you can flee and move away from it, which a lot of drivers do. Oh, this isn't working. We'll go do the next thing. Absolutely. And it's not that they need to go do the next thing. It's that they've already got it. Right. They just need to figure it out with someone else possibly. Right. And get it to work. And I think Terry, sometimes that, Sometimes we stay with something because we think it's what's expected of us from around, yeah. you know, from people. And so, yeah. again, it's it, that can just be a sign. And so you want to pay attention to that. The things that used to energize you and give you energy, had you experiencing joy and so forth, if they're no longer doing that, it could be a sign of goal fatigue. Not necessarily you need to stop doing it. It could be that you're just not you're not focused enough on the celebrating what your achievements and your progress has been yeah. because you've always been in it's never enough. Right. 
the endorphins come from celebration That's and right. looking at what's good. That's right. And you can eliminate those endorphins by not thinking about it. And, you know, a simple practice for that, Debbie, you and I've heard it for years is when you wake up in the morning and start thinking about the things that are going good in your world. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, in the middle of a crisis, look at how other things showed up. Mm hmm that you weren't expecting, right? Look yeah. for the good in things Absolutely. versus immediately yeah. going to what victims might do, yeah. which is talk about all the bad, right? Well, the victim is always pointed outward, right? Outward. Mm -hmm. and, and so the empowerment is focused inward. And so even if you're going through something tough, it's, it's the question of, um, given that all of that is true, given all of this is going mm -hmm. on, what can yeah. I do? That puts you back in the empowerment. That's right. Okay? What can so, I do? Okay, so maybe I'm not energized by this anymore. All right, let's go inward and let's look at if possible fatigue is is the is the reason for that. Yeah, yeah. So um, okay. another 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 um, symptom again is if you um, one of the ways that this this happens is you have too many goals, right? Oh and yeah. So if you're not giving your full attention to that one area, that that one goal, right, that will make the biggest difference. Um, then that can be another example. So then you've just got too many things to focus on. The problem with that is when, um, when life shows up or when the urgency shows up of, I got to take care of this. If it's too many things for us to get back on track with, we probably won't. Yeah. You know, it's that analogy that you and I've talked about. It's like standing in a batting cage mm -hmm. and balls, the, the pitching machine is just going. Yep. And you've yep. got your bat ready and you're yep. swinging at every pitch versus looking mm -hmm. for the one yeah. right pitch that you can hit yep. and knock it out of the park. And that's the most important thing to recognize. Absolutely. It's fatiguing to stand there and swing yeah. time after time after time instead of look for the one right thing. That's right. Well, and if you've got those, so this is another kind of thing. If you're just, if you just keep swinging at balls, in other words, you've got way too many goals and that, that, so let's, let's talk about it. What's the purpose of practicing in the batting cage to begin with? Oh, it's to yeah. get better. To get right? better. And it's to get better. Baseball players will tell you so that you can recognize. There you go. What the right pitch is that's good for you personally. That's exactly right. Not so for the next guy in the batting lineup. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's, and what I'm focused on right now is that goal leading me to what I say I want three years from now five mm. years from now, mm -hmm. because that could mm -hmm. be another symptom of goal fatigue. We just keep mm -hmm. doing stuff and you can even hit it, but it's not getting you to get more of what you say you want. That can be yeah. another symptom of goal fatigue. And recognize it and then figure out what you can put in that time slot that will matter, that That's will get exactly you there. Right. Yep, Sounds absolutely. like a great coaching call. Yeah. Sounds like a good, <laughs> I think we might <clears throat> be having a few of those next year. So, uh, as we go okay. through that. So, so Terry, shift a little bit and talk about okay. um, how this can show up in, in organizations too. Um, yeah. This is, you know, it's not just us as individuals that feel it. When we feel it, we put it out in the universe, how we're feeling, mm -hmm. energy transfers, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and we all also think that what we're feeling is correct. Yeah. So we're yeah. going to go through these little quick topics and you guys might write them down. And if you're working inside of an organization, this is a great exercise to do to gain perspective. Mm -hmm. 
not just from yourself and where do you feel like you are, but where do the others feel like they are? Yeah, okay. Perfect. And Debbie and I are always really great about giving credit where credit is due. And these cycles came from Craig Grishel. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh, a couple of years ago on yeah. a podcast that he did. And Debbie yep. and I have incorporated it into some training. Yeah. And I want to make sure that um, we do give credit because we're yeah. Yeah. that's a, a standard of ours. So mm -hmm. um, one of the first things that we talk about is what we call stage one, and that's getting started. So these are feelings you might have. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're just in this getting started stage. Um, and you're in that moment where you're like, I sure hope this works. Yeah. Now, you could be an organization that's been around for 15 years mm -hmm. and you can feel like this that's because right. there has been no time ever before than now or in the past few years where things are cha changing at the most mm -hmm. rapid rate. Exactly what we think right. is working today, tomorrow, somebody's going to make a quick technology change and things sure. are going to be different tomorrow. Absolutely. Is Good anybody point. else feeling that right? Good um, yeah. So, and in this stage, it's when you must believe in your idea the most. Like, if you're feeling like, man, I hope this works, then you've got to make sure that you believe that you yeah. believe it's going to work because you're yeah. going to pass that belief on to other people That's in exactly your organization. Right. <clears throat> yeah. If okay? you don't believe it, it's going to work, you'll be right about that, right? If you that, think you oh, can, yeah. you think you can't, you're right. That's exactly yeah. what will show up. So, yeah. Well, this, yeah. and the second phase then is once you kind of get that momentum going, it's called the blowing and going phase, right? Mm -hmm. To where right. now you're like going, oh man, this is working, right? And you get to yeah. experience. <laughs> this can be really a fun phase, okay? Uh -huh. A super fun phase. Um, it's like, um, you, you, you start getting other people are now paying attention to you going, Hey, this is working. Okay. So now they want to be a part of it. Whereas before they may not have wanted to take the risk. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, and it's, it's kind of like, um, this is where legends sometimes can be born, right? It's like, especially yep. if you've done something that's just like, you know, hey, I, we, we took the chance, we took the risk, this is actually working. And so now people are paying attention to you. So this, this is really the fun phase. You know, and I love that you say that it is the fun phase. And yet you also have to be very aware that this is a moment in time. Let's yeah, take real estate right. as an example. That's this exactly is a right. moment in time when you can't right. help but grow. Yeah, you can't help it. That's right. Be cautious with that. That's exactly right. Don't think that you're going to stay there. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. Because the next phase yeah. is hanging on. Um, do you ever <laughs> feel, and if you, can, yeah, if you picture, and Debbie and I have a PowerPoint, it's like, if you can picture someone hanging off of a cliff yeah. with their fingertips yep, or a cat absolutely. hanging in a tree, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, it's, this may be too much. That might be a feeling or something that you're thinking, okay, wait a minute, this might be too much. Yep. Or it, this kind of ties into goal fatigue, right? It does. Um, this is when you might see that goal fatigue. Yep. It's right when you see it. You, um, you're probably feeling a little bit overwhelmed, um, overworked, mm -hmm. overtaxed, all the overs sure. that Debbie and I've talked yep. about in something yep. else that we do. You, you might be feeling stress. You also yep. might be feeling excitement because yep. when you're in the hanging on phase, many of us, it drives us to do more, sure. which also goes back to, okay, we got to do this too. And yeah. you just keep accepting yeah. things to yeah. do that makes you feel like you're hanging on yeah. consistently. Well, this is a so. time where um, kind of that decision on, um, are we going to go big or are we just going to go home? If, is that's this, right. you know, that's kind of in this phase, right? In that hanging on phase, because you've got to make that decision. Am I going to hang on or am I going to just 
let go. And let's let's have the tough conversation about that because some of that hanging on, we're hanging on to people that might not fit in our organization anymore. That's exactly right. They might have been good for us to, uh, for a time that gets us here. And it could right. be we need to find a different place in the organization for them. It could yep. be um, turnover. I mean, there yeah. could be a lot of things yeah. happening. People may not be willing to stay up with your pace. That's exactly right. And you know what? That's okay. And I love um, one of the things that Andy Stanley says. He says, priority determines capacity. Mm. So you've got to prioritize mm. people's capacity inside of the organization. Yeah. If you are the leader, if you're not the leader, you've got to prioritize your own capacity. Well, you do. And um, I, I think that's a good point and that there's a lot that goes on in that phase, right? And mm-hmm. sometimes people are better at starting something, but yeah. they may not be the best at getting it to the next level, right? They're, they're good maintainers. Yeah. And so again, you've got to make, if you make that decision, are we going to go home? If we're, is this it? Is this most it's ever going to be? Or are we yeah. going big? You may need different players to that's go That's exactly big. right. Okay. And that's okay. And it is okay. It, it's that's a tough okay. time. And that's why you, you have to be, you know, one of the things that I can tell you is, first of all, if, if letting go of somebody, firing somebody ever gets easy, probably not oh, look yeah. at the mirror. Um, because oh, yeah. that shouldn't be an easy decision. Yet there are ways to do that in a way that mm-hmm. actually frees them up to yeah. be able to be in a place where their talents and their growth are, are, are exactly what the organization needs. It doesn't serve anybody to have people that are not the right people in your organization. As yeah. awkward as that conversation could be, and I promise you there's a way to have that conversation that's respectful, that helps the individual um, as, as an opportunity for their own yeah. growth and, and development. And Debbie, Debbie does a, is certified to do teaching in that um and I, I think if you all need help with that and, and how you have conversations, Debbie is certified in fierce conversations, then there's mm-hmm. many levels of that. Yes. So you might you might let us know that you want to be a part of that. Now, this is kind of the breaking point, this area mm-hmm. of hanging on and going into the next mm-hmm. one that we call the zone. It's like the E to P moment. Yeah. You know, you're working in this very entrepreneurial spirit. Everything's natural. Everything's fun. Oh, my gosh, this is great. And then you look at yourself because you're fatigued. You're hitting your head on the ceiling and you mm-hmm. keep doing the same thing That's right. versus breaking through and you can get in the zone. So it leads us into the next phase, which is called the zone where it's, this is as good as it's, this is as good as it gets. Like we're growing, we're not yeah. growing too fast. Sure. Um, we're making money. Uh, we're making a difference. The team is the right size. The employees are feeling valued. Yeah. Uh, you're balanced. Um, you feel efficient. Um, leaders are transparent. Um, everybody's feeling trustworthy. You're in the zone. Yep. So you might, that might be the next phase. You would be in the zone phase. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. However, no, and it you, feels good. It feels good. It feels and good. sometimes people want to stay there. Right. And they don't, mm-hmm. you and I have heard this a lot, right? No, this is good right now. And we don't need to grow anymore. Yeah. And yeah. the danger of making that statement is that sometimes growth was exactly what you said at the beginning, getting started. We're going to go through change. And yeah. if you stay in the zone and you don't want to look at anything else, things could be changing around you. And then all of a sudden you realize that you've become obsolete because you weren't willing to stay focused. That's right. That's true. The zone can be stuck. People have mm-hmm. asked me, what's the difference That's between right. hanging on in the zone 
Mm-hmm. Hanging on is when you're going up that hill. Right. Okay, we're just hanging on. We're going to keep going. Yeah. The zone is when you've arrived. Right. But like Debbie is saying, and it's so critical, you hear what she said. It's a trap. It can be it a can trap. It can be a trap. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Yep. Which goes to the next one, which is the treadmill. <clears throat> the treadmill is that the things are getting a little bit difficult right now because you're working uh-huh. harder, but you're not getting as much done. It's like when you're on the treadmill at the gym and somebody hits the button and takes you up to a 10 versus being at a five. And you're like, what are you doing? Anyway. Exactly. Right. So here's, here's some of the things. Decisions sometimes take longer here. Mm -hmm. Because remember, you've made a lot of progress to this point, but then it's kind of like decisions can be, can take longer. Your progress is slower and that can cause um, an, an extreme amount of frustration. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Again, the goal fatigue can definitely show up here because we might be focusing on too many things or it's, um, you know, the things that we did didn't excite us and don't excite us as much anymore. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to give them up, but sometimes that's what organizations do. They try to focus on so many different things, looking for to get them back in that high of the, um, of some of the earlier phases. This goes back to that one thing. Progress may be slower because you've narrowed down in the one thing you really need to focus on first, and it feels slower versus right. all the balls coming at you. At that's exactly right. And that's okay. Yep. That's okay. It may cause frustration. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and mm-hmm. we might become less efficient during this phase, or it feels like we're less efficient. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then I'll let you talk about the next one. <laughs> Well, I will. And I think the other thing we have to be careful of going back to the people in our organization, whether you're the leader or not, start watching efficiencies, start watching who's Hmm. being efficient, what they're being efficient with. This could be a Hmm. calendar review. It could Mm -hmm. be like Debbie and I do um, disc certificate. We're certified to do the disc and motivators and team work together. And when you start seeing people caring more about themselves and they care about the mission, the mm-hmm. this could be the, this, the phase that they're in. In fact, mm-hmm. again, this is where people that were veterans on the team might have yeah. had enough That's and true. step out. That's they true. lose interest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah the next one, Debbie wants me to, I get to talk about some of the weird ones, don't I? So the mud, <laughs> this isn't fun anymore. And this nope. is like, if you could see the picture that we use, you know, the truck is stuck in the mud and there's a yep. guy next to it. Um, this is, you have to think about what do I physically feel if you closed your eyes and you thought about being stuck in the mud or your feet being mm-hmm. stuck in the mud. Some people call it quicksand. It takes everything you can do to get out of it, right? Yeah, or like absolutely. being stuck in the sand at the beach, which is, a, which is a great place to be. It's more difficult. Yeah. It's not fun anymore. It's no. harder. It is. Um, what are some signs when you're in the mud? Um, it, it, a, lo- a lot of administrative work. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people feel like that. Um, it can complicate. It can strangle progress if you mm-hmm. get too involved in it. It could mm-hmm. be you've got the wrong people doing the administrative work. Mm-hmm. Yep. It could be a people thing. Trust starts to fade. <clears throat> Values and actions aren't in alignment anymore. That's got a that's whole other podcast one. on that. That's mm-hmm. it's a huge one. And, and it's mm-hmm. almost, Terry, like now the focus, instead of, of growing as an organization, we're trying to protect. That's right. And leaders deny it. Oh, They'll yeah. deny it because they'll just keep moving on. And yeah. you get in such a struggle about getting out of the mud. 
Mm-hmm. Again, physically think about that, that physical struggle of getting out of You're concerned about staying alive. That's exactly You're not right. concerned about yep. where you need to go from here. Yep. So. Yep. Okay. So the next one is, it's the sinking of the Titanic. <laughs> so that one was, that one's kind of fun. So just imagine yeah. the Titanic, guys. Okay. So one of the things that was, you know, think about the Titanic. The reason why the Titanic went down is because it hit a iceberg but remember, the tip of the iceberg is only the part that you're focused on and that you're seeing. Okay. Yeah. And so all of this other stuff that we, you know, talked about in the mud. Um, so it's like we have to acknowledge if we keep saying, you know, just remember, you know, they knew the Titanic knew that they were navigating through the icebergs, but they thought they were invincible. They weren't paying attention. And it's the same thing. If the leaders are not paying attention during the treadmill and during the mud or they're denying it, you might end up, you're now sinking. You're, now, you're past kind of um, tweaking things and, and making sure that you're on the right track. Now you got to recreate the whole thing because it's, you've sunk. You're going down. And you know what? That's okay. Because when you realize that you're going down, it's no different than failing. It's all about how you react to failure. That's exactly And right. if you're the one that's going to get back up, yep. seek coaching, seek consulting, yep. and get where you need to go, then you're going to be okay. That's right. So that's this right. is a fun exercise because it creates awareness. It creates honesty with yourself. If you do it first and you're the leader, yep. do it first. Yep. Then take it to your organization and mm-hmm. do it with them. Yeah. Um, It's going to require, you know, the leaders not only have to be aware, but they have to be honest with themselves. And Mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. often, I think this goes back to your mindset around failure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Failure is not anything negative. It's required actually for you to get to your next level of success. That's right. And if you, and if you have that mindset around that and you can not only be aware, you could be honest with yourself this can actually be one of the most important things that happens to you. Absolutely. Right? Because it would take right. you to your next, um, the next part. So I can wrap this up by, Debbie, we can look at these questions that they sure. can ask themselves and gives them some, um, you know, work to do. So of yeah. the seven stages, which one are you currently in? Yeah. Now, you ask go. yourself and be honest. Don't analyze it. Just say, which one do I feel and write it down, Right. Right. Okay. And what's the and what's the action for the current mm-hmm. stage that you're in? What is it? Because each of those have an, an element in it. And so now it's time to say, what's the action? What's my next action? What am I going to do about it? Basically, what am I going to do? Don't just think about it. What am I going to do about it? And then what do you need to know to do now um, to prepare for what you want in the future? So now that I know what it is and what I need to do, how am I going to prepare for it? That's right. Sounds like a strategy action plan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we know that, you know, the phases that most leaders want to stay in, but ask yourself, what's the phase that you want to stay in? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then how does the organization stay off the treadmill and out of the mud um, and be kept from jumping off the Titanic? Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> the water is freezing. <laughs> yeah. Now, the other thing, here's what's very common before we end this. If you do this with your organization and you've got 10, pe- 10 key people in your organization, you're going to have possibly... Mm-hmm. 10 different 10 answers. Different answers. Yeah. And Debbie, why is that? Well, because we all have a perspective. We all have a context and our context mm-hmm. is based of, on our, our beliefs, our attitudes, um, in, in our, 
you know, what we've experienced. Okay. Yeah. And so we're, yeah. we're going to see things differently. What's yeah. important is that as an organization that you understand what everybody else is seeing from their perspective. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean that they're right. It doesn't mean that they're wrong. It doesn't mean yeah. you're right. It doesn't mean you're yeah. wrong. It means that this is their perspective. And so dig into that and say, tell me what it is you're seeing from your perspective take in all of that information so that then you can make the best possible decision as the leader. Exactly. Love it. There, there we, go. we go. All right. So lots of packed information in that. That was a lot for yourself personally. So remember goal patterns matter. So what are the patterns that are showing up for yourself individually um, and in your organization or team and right. um, pay attention to those uh, goal fatigues and um, and what cycle, what phase you're in, in your organization. So we, um, we love it that you have joined in and tuned in. Thank you so much for being here. We don't take that lightly. We love what we do. And uh, we would love for you to um, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, please join us on our social media, both on Facebook and Instagram. And we have a web web website if you'd like to join there too mattersofinfluence.com please join us there and please 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 share share yes. us with others Absolutely. and until next time thank you all right we'll see you next time here we go